from Reminder Media, this is Stay Paid, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business. Hosted by the VP of Marketing, Josh Stake, and Reminder Media's president, Luke Akery. So get ready to hear the golden nuggets that will allow you to live a life of freedom tomorrow, but only if you take action today. All right. Welcome to another Silver Dollar episode of Stay Paid. Today, Luke, guess what we're going to do? Tell a dad joke? At the end. Okay, at the end. end. Stay tuned. You got to stay stay tuned. (laughs) You got to stay tuned tuned. and stay paid. You got to stay tuned. No, today we're going to do a little bit of fan service. Okay. Because uh, we're going to give something back. We surveyed our our listeners. We asked them what topics they would like to learn more about. And the one that came in second place, only behind social media, is lead generation. With 60% of people saying that they wanted to know more about it. In fact, lead generation is so important, sales legend Zig Ziglar said, you are out of business if you don't have a prospect. And to get a prospect, you have to have a lead. Everybody wants leads, man. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about a specific niche of lead generation, and that is the lead magnet. So explain to us the lead (laughs) magnet. I love this, Josh, man. You are on point today. I'm like relaxed and chilled over here. Josh is like, bam. All right. What is a lead magnet? Digital marketer defines a lead magnet as such, a noun, an irresistible bribe offering a specific chunk of value to a prospect in exchange for in exchange for the contact information, right? So this is something yep. that you would offer up to people that are on your site or that you're advertising to, people that you want to reach and connect yep. with that is so valuable they're willing to give you one of their most precious pieces of information, which is their email address or their phone number in exchange for that piece yes, of value. Yes, just so you can nurture them. I, I actually fall trapped to these all the time. I mean, I know I'm getting into it. And I then, do them all the time. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, you know, we're going to record a Silver Dollar episode on email. So it's like, how do you actually nurture them after you get the uh, lead magnet? So that's to come. But um, it is an, a super effective way. We do it ourselves. We do it in ways, uh, I think one of the most important things to understand about the lead magnet is a lot of times these people aren't necessarily ready to buy, but it depends what your lead magnet is. Um, But it's an effective way for us to really build our email list and nurture. And then when we have a campaign like this weekend coming up, Mm -hmm. which is going to be passed probably after the... Uh, we released this episode, but we now can hit all these people with a promo for our product and all that good stuff. Yeah. No, I mean, so this the, the important thing about the lead magnet, obviously, number one, it has to have value. Number two, it doesn't mean that they're automatically a prospect. Right. This doesn't mean that this person is automatically ready to buy. It gives you some ability to judge the intent or where they're at in their purchasing yep. process, depending on what business you're in. Like if you're in, if you're in real estate and you're offering up a lead magnet that's like a free guide to buying your first home, yep. well, that gives you some idea of where they're this person at might or that this person's downloading buyer. it for someone who is yep. a first-time home buyer. But it doesn't automatically, it's it's not as strong as what we would consider like a middle-of-funnel lead for us would right. be if someone downloads a sample of our product. So relate that to your business. If someone downloads a sample of our product, that tells us, okay, they're in the consideration phase, mm-hmm. right? They're thinking about the product. They know now about the product. They know what we offer. Mm-hmm. That's whenever we call them and start to talk about, is it right for your business? Yep. The top of funnel and the lead magnet is typically going to be a little bit more uh, softer from the standpoint of, this is where your email marketing comes in. This is where your nurture stream mm-hmm. comes in. This is where your soft phone calls come in. Hey, I saw that you downloaded a, a guide yep. on buying your first home. You know, I just had a curiosity. That's really hard for salespeople because we just want to go in for the kill every time you want to go in for the close. Well, when you, you can. When you get these, when you get the, well, you don't have a lot of success when you do it for lead magnets. Tell them about our printables <clears throat> because that's, I think, a really good um, kind of window into our, you know, lead that we get when we actually give out a magazine or 
someone requests a sample, we know kind of where they're at. But then we have these other printables we do that we allow people to download. Sometimes they don't have to put in information, but most of the time, yeah. We so we want do a ton of to. printables, and these are really cool because a lot of times they're things that you can use to give out to your clients. So we have yep. one that um, is a is a card that says, "Have I told you?" recently how much I appreciate referrals yeah. or something like that. And it's that. Reese's Pieces. And then you stick a Reese's Pieces <laughs> or Reese's Peanut Butter Cup yeah. to it. And that's a great thing that you can do for Popeyes. And we've had people that have commented and let us know that they've gotten business. We had mm-hmm. someone comment on our Facebook ad it was amazing. just the other day that they got a listing yep. that sold because they handed them out one of these printables. And there are yep. things that you can print out at home. So that's something that we use. And it, it more or less lets us know, okay, this person's in real estate. Yep. Um, or in financial services because we have financial yep. uh, printables as well. They also uh, value the physical gift mm-hmm. or the physical item of value to hand out to a client. They value following up with clients. So now we know these things yep. about this person because they downloaded that Took the time to print and them now out we and know how to them. nurture them. <laughs> and now we know how to nurture them, how to relate our product but to the what they do. But the key point there, too, is that we're giving something of value with nothing in return. All we're asking in return is just for your information, and we give you this free piece of value there. Yeah, um, so, yeah 100%. I mean, it's been super successful for us. So how to use them, right? So we're going to talk yeah. a little bit about how to use them. You have, Let's say you have some lead magnets created. We're going to go over some more specific examples of lead magnets, too, in this uh, in the episode. But what you want to do in order to use them, it's basically how are you getting traffic to this resource, Yes. right? So first thing is to make sure that you have a landing page. You want to have a landing page that has a single purpose, the only purpose of this landing page, I want to reiterate this, is to get them to download this resource. So uh, you don't want to throw up, you don't want to put a lead magnet on your homepage because there's so many different places that someone can go. There's so many different reasons why someone would enter your homepage, right? You want to make sure that you have a dedicated landing page for people to download. And then you can send an email to direct people to this. You can run Facebook ads. You can run LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn Mm -hmm. ads are really actually really great places for uh, lead magnets because people are there with an educational mindset. Yeah. Right. So if they're you, more if the you're presenting something mindset, of education, yep. uh, other things that you can do would be like a welcome mat. Now, this gets a little bit more technical, but if you're running your own website, you can do a welcome mat. What that is, is once you come to a web page, if you've ever seen sort of a, a screen slide down yes. and offer a free item of value, yep. that would be called a welcome mat. You can also do exit intent. Yes. So these we are one of this. the most annoying things. Yes. I'm going to admit, I, I absolutely hate these things, but they do get me. And I've downloaded some great free resources from this. When someone moves their mouse, outside of the active browser window, like moves it up to a tab, it pops up a little modal and it offers the item of value there. And so that would, that would be called an Have we had a ton of success with our exit? We've had a ton of success and it irritates me. Yeah. yeah. I was, I was wondering that I I felt we had looking at it, like looking at the numbers. No, this is one of those scenarios where like the team proved me wrong Yeah. because I'm like, I don't like those things. I don't want to put them on our site and like, let's try it. And I, well, I think humans, I think clients are impulsive by nature. That's why you go to the grocery store and you have all those uh, items there in the, it's in the, the checkout line. Yeah, the it's, it's that type of stuff. But one of the things I will point out also on the landing page is the classic temptation is to try to overload it mm. with information and try. It's almost like in sales, you don't want to oversell. You don't want, you know, you got to know when to shut up with your landing page. It's almost like you have to keep it so simple. And the best advice I got was from Dan, our marketing director of they shouldn't even have to use brain power to to know what you're telling them to do. Right. Like it should just be so apparent what they're telling what you're telling them to do that they shouldn't even have to even think. Like it's they shouldn't even process that they're reading something right now to tell them what to do. It should be that simple and that clean. Yeah. There's a great book called Don't Make Me <clears throat> Think. And it's all about web design. And that's exactly the same yep. thing that it, it talks about is don't make your users think. 
All right, so what are some ideas for different types? We're going to go through a couple yep. here. Some of these were pulled from Digital Marketer. Others are just pulled from what we've done in our own business. But the first one, probably the biggest one that we've seen and we've used is a guide, a report, mm -hmm. or an ebook. So this would be an ebook would be something that you would write. And now you can hire someone to do your entire ebook, but what I would say is take whatever knowledge you have on a subject matter that you yes. want to get out to people. Uh, Jay Bear talked about this in episode 151, where he talked about um, one of his clients, and as a real estate agent, wrote an entire book about how to sell a house on your on own. On your own, yeah. Right? And it directed it towards for sale by Incredible owners. Incredible example. Gave it out for free. Yeah. What ended up happening was like a 120-page book. Now, you don't have to write a 120-page book. But what ended up happening is by the time people got to like page eight, like, I don't want to do this. I'm going to hire a real estate agent. This real estate agent just gave me this book, so they must sell real estate. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a great example of being able to take the knowledge that you have and then go to a website like canva.com. We've talked about Canva in the past before with social media images. You can actually plug in. They've got stock images that you can use. Mm -hmm. You can build your own ebook online. You could go over to like fiverr.com, F-I-V-E-R-R.com mm -hmm. for 40 bucks. You can get someone to design your ebook for you. And then you start calculating the amount of leads that you're getting from that, how they ultimately translate or transfer into uh, clients for you and the ROI. Yeah. I mean, the, mo itself. the easiest thing to think about is like, think about your industry and the, and the two categories I would kind of break it up into is for real estate agents, what are the prospecting activities you're doing? You're, you're prospecting expired, you're prospecting FISBOs, right? You're going after these certain categories. You might be prospecting or working with investors. What are the commonly asked questions yes. or common pain points of a FISBO, of an expired listing, of an investor that's investing in a property, of a first-time home buyer? You have that data. You answer it every single day. So literally just sit down and write out. And if you don't want to write out, just take your phone and do talk to text type idea yeah. and literally talk out and then go back in there. And it's just a shortcut to give you the top eight things you should know as a FISBO or as someone who's trying to for sale you know, on their own or the top eight things that happens to an expired listing. Such a great why. idea because if you are calling expireds already, right? Mm -hmm. and you probably are if you're in real estate. Imagine how the conversation would go if they say, no, I'm not ready to relist or I'm not working with anybody right now. If you were to instead say, well, keep me in mind versus, well, can I send you a free guide yep. on what to do next, yep. right? If you can send me your email address or your phone number, I'll text that over to you. Imagine oh, who the power was it? Uh, Casella, Brian Casella, or whatever, talked about what he would do with expired listings when he was on the phone with them. Is he would tell them everything they're about to hear. Yeah. From I from thought that was agent, from yeah. every other agent. <laughs> like, hey, you're gonna hear this that they have a buyer for you, or you're gonna hear all these gimmicks and all these things that people do to try to get you, and. That earned him so much trust yeah. because he then followed up with them and said, hey, just want to check and see how it's going. They're like, oh, my goodness, what you said was going to happen actually happened to me. And so that's just translate that to a to a lead magnet, transfer that to a to an ebook or to just a little PDF that says, hey, these are the things you should expect if you're trying to sell your home on your own or if, you're, if you've experienced an expired listing, that type of idea. Yeah, absolutely. Other ideas, a cheat sheet, a handout or a checklist so you could put together a house hunting checklist. Like, mm. So build a checklist for what people should be looking for. We've uh, run this in our own magazine before for our clients to send to their recipients of what you should be looking for as you're going around yeah. and looking at 
you know, 80 different homes that yeah. you're house hunting, which is a great opportunity there. A toolkit or a resource list. So put together like an Angelus style resource list of all your recommended contractors, mm-hmm. your vendors, your shops, your restaurants, kind of a one-stop shop for the community or people that you would recommend. Post that onto your website, post that onto your Facebook yeah, that's page. that's phenomenal. Get people to download that because everybody's always looking for a trusted resource. Yes. Especially when it comes to something like contracting or where to go to have fun in the community. And you can use that even after for your clients when you sell them the home or whatever. Like you can give that to them. That's awesome. Other opportunities, a webinar training. You could do a quiz or a survey. So one of the ones that we use, we ran this in our digital edition of the magazine was what is your ideal dwelling place? So you get results like is a city, is it rural or is it suburban? Um, And then each answer, like you go through and check off the answers. Each one's worth a certain amount of points. And then at the end, it tells you where you're most likely where you should live. (laughs) You want to go live in the country? Well, didn't you just do a quiz where it was like your life expectancy? I did. Yeah, that was a lead magnet. Literally, your life. Put your email in at the end to get your results. And now you are going to be marketed to probably for health products, right? Yeah. I would, yeah. Th- I would think. That's I don't a, know. Yeah, that's the whole think. idea of the site. Yeah. Josh is uh, hey, estimated to live to 71, was it? Right. It's 71 <laughs> is my life expectancy. But my... <laughs> Jesse's face right now. She's like frowning. <laughs> I have one more year. It also measures like healthy years. I have one more year <laughs> of healthy year. And then my life... And then, But my, my potential is over 100. Like I can live to 100 years old. I just have to be less... I said something like be less angry. I think it was one of the... I just, as you're saying this, I'm just like, yeah, this stuff is not true. But you (laughs) filled it out. It was a quiz that enticed you to fill it out. They got your email address. Now they know you're into health-based stuff and they can market to you for healthy living. Another idea would be like some sort of assessment. Like, so you could put together a calculator or something. What could you afford? What type of house? Yes. You know, what? Mortgage so calculators are super ideas. popular. Mortgage and you calculator. can use Zillow's. I think you can put it on your site pretty easy. Yeah. So those are some ideas on different types of lead magnets. That's how you would use a lead magnet. And then all the way back to the beginning, that's what a lead magnet is. Yeah. <laughs> so to get your very own free lead magnet that Reminder Media is giving to you, Stay Paid Podcast is giving this to you, go to ReminderMedia.com slash lead magnet. Um, I'm trying to find the applause. I can't find it. Oh, there we go. That's ReminderMedia.com slash lead magnet. This is for real estate agents, a guide to buying your first home. You're going to get an editable editable PDF for first time home buyers guide. Uh, you can edit the first page with your headshot, your logo, your contact mm-hmm. information. So it's really cool that way. It also gives you a social media share image. So this is the image you can post on your social media and then link them directly to this. Uh, for all other industries, we have a total of seven lead magnets on our site right now. So you can head on over to staypaidpodcast.com. We're going to include the links awesome. to our lead magnets page where you can access all of those. And then as we wrap up this podcast, I just wanted to give out a sh- quick shout out to all of our listeners that took our free PI assessment. We had gotten a ton of submissions. Can you guess what the highest percentage profile of uh, state paid listeners was? I'm going to say a promoter. It was a collaborator. Oh, it was in Producer Ariel. Ariel is a collaborator too. <laughs> so a collaborator are natural team players. They're known to be understanding, people-oriented, and persistent. They thrive in and help contribute to a culture of teamwork. And their strategic data-driven approach to building teams is what helps organizations win. So, man, we got some strong team players listening. We are lead magneting you with lead magnets. Isn't that awesome? Like, think about that, guys, as you're listening to this podcast. We're lead magneting you. Like, we love you guys, obviously. We want you to listen to more of our stuff and check out more of our stuff. But I think that's amazing. Well, it's it's cool. It's valuable. The second most. (laughs) I'm thinking Josh is like, I can't believe you said that. Hey, I want the world to know. No, I don't care, of course. The second most was Maverick. So that makes 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 a lot of sense. sense. Our CEO is a Maverick. Only had one venture 
We're we're a rare breed, Diane. You know who you are, you and me, Ventures. You can take the free assessment at ReminderMedia.com slash StayPaidPI, and we're actually going to email you the results. So it gives you not only what type of profile you are, but it gives you a whole additional page describing like, hey, what drives you? In what situations um, do your strengths shine? What are some of your weaknesses or things to watch out for? So it's very cool. If you're interested in supporting the show, there's two ways we ask you to do that. First way is to head on over to iTunes, drop us a five-star rating, and leave a comment. And the best way is to tell a friend about the episode or about the podcast. We're trying to reach number one. We snuck back up to like number 34, I think. Yeah, last we're week. consistently so we in the top 100 and I mean, really the top 70. Top but, 70, um, yeah. But we kind of float in the 50s a lot. Yeah, we've yeah. heard that new subscribers is how iTunes does their rankings. So yeah. we just need you we're guys not positive, to get us a couple we of think. new subscribers. Yeah. That's all we're asking for. Thank you very much for doing that, by yes. the way. <laughs> and if you want to get hold of me or Luke, you can email us directly at podcast at remindermedia.com. Or you can reach us on Instagram. We are at Stay Paid Podcast. We are also Stay Paid Podcast on Facebook as well. For this episode, I'm Joshua Stike. Guys, and I'm Luke Acre. Take advantage of the free lead magnets that we're giving you. We also have a webinar on our website and on our YouTube channel that teaches you literally how to promote a lead magnet ad on Facebook. We walk you through the Facebook ad manager. We show you how to do it. It's completely free. So you can take the lead magnet, go watch that webinar, and literally now start producing leads for your business. Remember this, the difference between a top producer and a mediocre producer is top producers take action. Take action on that today. (laughs) 